Oh my gosh. Wow. It is days from New Year's Eve and the launch of 2022. Now I know 2021 this year has been a bit crazy with everything going on, but here's the thing. We got to all keep a positive mindset and moving forward and just living our own lives and not letting the little things get to us, right? Don't sweat the small stuff. That stuff will stop you dead in your tracks. There's always a brighter light at the end of the tunnel and we have to all keep moving forward. And I want to just share with you how amazing you are. And um, I hope that you had some time this week to sit down and really map out what happened last year to what you're going to do better this year. How are you going to change some things? Is it going to be in your career, your relationship, your money, um, your training, um, health, what is it going to be? So with that, I just want to wish you the, the best day ever. Um, you know, just God, we just need more positivity in this world because next year uh, I'm going to share some things with you um, shortly that's happening on my end. But um, anyways, you just be you and be happy. And if you're a woman, this is uh, really exceptional. I have something to share with you that's coming up next and uh, take a look at it. If you're a cyclist anywhere in the world and you're, you find that you might be struggling with a couple things and maybe this year is the year that you're going to, you know, really work on some things, this program might be for you. Now I hate, you know, always selling stuff, but Let's face it, a lot of people are asking a lot of questions on how to get better at cycling and you can watch all the YouTube channels and videos in the world, but when you don't have the right thing, somebody giving you feedback, it doesn't make any difference. You could still be doing the same thing day in and day out and never seeing the results and progress and performance and increases that you're looking for. So with that, guys, enjoy this and check out what I have for you. You're a woman, this is totally for you. The four-week cycling skills workshop benefits all women. These skills can be implemented immediately on the bike and trainer, cycling outside, indoor cycling, on a spin bike or peloton. All your current frustrations and questions will be answered guaranteed. If you're interested in joining me, don't wait another moment. With this link, you can get started at the beginning of each month. I know you're trying to decide whether or not to check out the four week cycling skills workshop for women, but I don't blame you. There are so many other online cycling training platforms that offer cycling routes and training sessions, but there, but here's what makes my four week cycling skills workshop different. First of all, it's taught by someone who's not just starting out, but actually has is pretty experienced. I've been working with free clients in my cycling club, Cyclefit Chicks, all the way to Canadian national female cyclists. And I continuously update my coaching tactics to help beginner to advanced cyclists level up with these cycling techniques. Hardly anyone is talking about. Secondly, the four-week cycling skills workshop for women is so much more. A lot of times there are online cycling training programs that teach you how to train intensely, but don't, don't, but actually don't help you develop the fundamental cycling skills and techniques such as gear management, hill climbing, strength, power and speed, and nutritional timing in order to effectively become a faster, fitter, and more efficient cyclist 
and well-rounded athlete. And also, there are very few courses about cycling that actually teach you how to develop a smooth, efficient pedal stroke. The four-week cycling skills workshop for women aims to fill both these gaps in the cycling in cycling training, not to mention the workshop provides the recordings of the explanations, demonstrations, plus homework. In addition, you will gain access to a library of over 100 strength training workouts to help you level up, and that is all on top of the core curriculum you already get when you join the workshop. So it's safe to say I'm delivering incredible results coaching over a thousand female cyclists through my cycling club and now it's even more exciting to impact more female cyclists globally through my four-week cycling skills workshop for women. You can't go wrong when you join a workshop developed by women for women. It's time to level up and remove the frustrations. So if you're ready to join, just click the link that you see and secure your spot today in one of the next four-week cycling skills workshops for women's sessions. Now before the new year with um, this amazing deal, a 25, 25% off until December 31st. Limited spots available. Don't wait another minute. Click the link and roll today and I can't wait to see you on the inside. Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Dao, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. Welcome back to another episode of Secrets from the Saddle, all things cycling podcast with your host, Sylvie Dew. And we have a super amazing lady who's sitting in Milan, Italy. Her name is Millie DeMore. And I was, got her as a referral from one of my episodes, my guests. And she is, she has an amazing background. I'm going to let her talk to you more about that, but Here's a little bio on her. So in her previous life, before cycling, I imagine she was a top, um, one of the best Italian female DJs. So, and then segue forward, she has built a cycling brand called No Gods, No Masters. It's a lifestyle cycling brand dedicated to women with the ambition of connecting as many of us as possible around the globe, sharing the passion for cycling and growing together. She, this is a luxury, um, sorry, this is a luxury experience with the top line of gear uh, crafted by best Italian artisans. And as she mentioned to me just before, she has a, and also a background in, um, I would say fashion. Yeah, fashion, fashion and direction and communication. Yeah, our direction. So this is where all this comes from. And I'm, I'm not going to go much deeper, but I really do. I'm so excited to have her here to tell us more about her cycling and her cycling brand. Welcome, Millie. 
Thank you, Sylvie, for the intro. Thanks for inviting me today to your podcast and great show. I'm so excited to have you here. So before I get started, I always love to ask you how you got into cycling and then like, you know, how it brought you to where you are today. Yeah, I got into cycling uh, a few years. I moved back from the States to back to Italy, where my, my home base in Milan. And a friend uh, uh, suggested that we, we bought bicycles and started bicycling. Uh, and uh, at the time we were living close, uh, just on the outside of Milan, close to the canal called Naviglio. And uh, there's a bike path over there that it, it connects you all the way to the countryside just around Milan. And I thought it was a great idea. So we got like super entry level bicycles and uh, road bikes, actually. And uh, we started cycling up and down this bike path, you know, doing the very first time it was like, I think, 17 kilometers back and forth. And then each time we started like adding a few kilometers more and more and more. And then I really got like really into it. And uh, I, I thought, you know, this is fun. How can I push the bar higher, how can I go uh, a little faster? How can I pedal, you know, without dying after a few kilometers? You know, at that point, no one had uh, given us a, 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 a proper bike fit. So, you know, you had your neck and your butt and your arms mm -hmm. like all aching. Yeah. And so, and, uh, and nothing, I mean, I mean, it was all downhill from there, basically incredible love for cycling. Uh, was born and I you know decided to know more and more and more about uh, you know the art of cycling why things uh, were done in that way uh, from uh, bike components to technique of cycling biomechanics you know what's you know the perfect tools that you need to have the perfect gear that you need to have and that was like uh, I think more than 15 years ago and at the oh, time yeah. <laughs> there and then you know the, the 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 issue about comfort on the saddle that was huge because back then mm. you hardly had at least here in Italy brands that were, were catering shorts to women I mean it, spinning was huge but you know a spinning cycling short doesn't really compare to a, a, a true mm -hmm. cycling short that you would wear to go out and cycle for 80, 100 kilometers. So um, there was, I think, maybe Asos back then. Uh, they were super expensive, super premium uh, brand and still is today. And then there was Castelli, but Castelli had mm -hmm. something and then it, it was more gearing towards uh, spinning, uh, cycling, uh, uh, clothing than anything else. And so, you know, with the growing pains of cycling and trying to find the art and the magic, uh, you know, pain-free uh, rides, uh, I decided to really look into how uh, to make uh, a great pair of, of shorts. Mm -hmm. and, also, and also, not only the, how to make a great pair of shorts, but also the whole issue around comfort uh, on, on the saddle. Which at the back at the, at the time, no one was telling you that you had to measure your ischiatic, your sit bones. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there were maybe one or two uh, widths 
uh, for the for the saddles, maybe not even, you know, usually they were wide, 34, uh, I think, yeah, 30, uh, 34 centimeters wide, which was uh, the, 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 not, not, yeah, something like that. And <laughs> was it that? was That's pretty thin. <laughs> no, it was, sorry, 13 centimeters, 0.4, something like that. So it was it was too too thin too thin for us. So um, and it had just started back then the whole science of of uh, the saddle uh, uh, making. You know, also for women because before it was uh, for men and they they were just appearing the saddles with the hole in in, in the middle. And so I got really passionate about this, this whole uh, issue. And so I decided you know, to start investigating into making what, what makes the best uh, type of uh, cycling short. And that's how I decided to start uh, the company um, uh, into really making the best pair of uh, cycling shorts, which today I have to say, not just because uh, we designed them, but it is the hero product, the best-selling product uh, mm -hmm. in, in, for the brand. Uh, and it's gaining incredible uh, feedback from, from many of the women that uh, are our customers that are purchasing our, 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 our beep shorts. So I'm very, very proud and very, very happy that we got this far, I have to say. And everything started uh, trying to, to find a solution to an issue and to a problem. And back then, my issue was, you know, subtle comfort. That's yeah. how it all started. I think that's everybody's issue, especially back that far back, you know, back 15 years. I, I just think about how the comfort and like just the the minimal options we had um you know for saddles for shorts like because I had a spinning studio back then back in the day and you know like I didn't even use bike shorts because the padded the seats were so padded myself um but um and it's funny I still have the same like bit same bike shorts I still have them. They're like 20 years old. <laughs> They're still so comfortable. They're like really, really, really thin. They're like tri shorts, but um, uh, but I I don't wear them out anymore. <laughs> but I was uh, getting yeah, worried for you. Yeah, I know, I know. I was like, can you see anything? <laughs> but uh, I still wear them underneath like uh, a legging to go like when it's 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 colder out. But I hear you. And let's talk more about how the brand has, like, let's talk about the name of the brand. Yeah. Where did you come and where did you, like, how did you decide on that name? No Gods, No Masters. Yeah, No Gods, No Masters. Uh, I, I was at a, an art exhibition and it was all about women's history in art and tackle from different perspective. And it was here in Milan. And uh, so there were women's artists, uh, women issues, uh, you know, portrayed in this, uh, in this great art exhibition. And all of a sudden my eye falls into this like pamphlet 
that it was into into um, a, a display uh, table, and it was all about uh, the the suffragettes and the 1900 early 1900s uh, type of ac activist uh, movement. Uh, they were all rooting for women's rights, and there was this this big slogan: "No gods, no masters." And I found that, that it was so inspiring because I felt that it could be a fantastic name for a brand, you know, given the cycling is so male dominated. And as those women were mm -hmm. fighting for their rights, they were slowly making strides in, you know, in society and to be recognized um, at, at different levels. I thought it was really uh, sort of like a metaphor for how the women's scene in cycling was back then for sure. When I started the company, um, maybe it's progressed and gotten a little better today, but I thought it was really just, fantastic. Uh, just a little, exactly. Just a little. <laughs> it's getting there. It's getting there. Next yeah, year will getting, be a big. A next bit, year yeah. will be oh, a yes. big. Uh, yeah. Twenty twenty two. It will be mm -hmm. uh, hopefully a turnaround in, in on so many levels. I think. And, yeah. uh, and and then, then I think I thought that you know it's really an empowering slogan for especially for us women that we can be you know somehow get affected you know with this mental chatter am I good enough am I not good enough especially when you go out cycling maybe with guys and you feel a little bit intimidated or maybe you feel uh, that you you know certain aspects of cycling end up being too big for you you know and and, and I think that uh, the slogan no gods no masters really is an empowering slogan for us or can be like sort of like a mantra that we can repeat to ourselves uh, in order to shoot for the moon uh, because I in my personal belief sky is the limit you know the minute mm -hmm. that uh, we can really believe in ourselves and push ourselves towards our goals towards what we want to really achieve you know there's there's nothing between us and our goals if we want to and so there should be anyone that tells you you know that you're not good enough or that you cannot do it or that something is too big for you and so I think uh, the, the way I'd like to use it today and repurpose this slogan that has been used in the past uh, in so many different uh, uh, levels, even on a political level, you know, on, for the anarchic movement, for example, something that we absolutely distance ourselves from, but it can be used as an incredible, uh, powerful and an empowerful and empowering type of slogan for ourselves, you know, a, a true mantra. No gods, no masters. Sky's the limit. Should go for the go for it and shoot for the moon. You know. Exactly. Now, how are you using that label to build your brand? Because I see that you not only just have bib shorts now, like you've created a whole apparel line. And I was just I I briefly looked through your catalog, and I was like, wow. Um, how is it growing in the UK, uh, in the UK, Italy? Well, let's just say Europe. And then is it making its way over to North America? Yes, I mean, the, the bib shorts were the very first starting point, but then a whole collection started building around them. And uh, because uh, the way I see No Gods, No Masters is not only a clothing, apparel, a clothing brand for women, but it's more about 
promoting a certain lifestyle, you know, because mm -hmm. cycling ends up being a true lifestyle, you know, and also uh, I, I like to think as a metaphor for life, meaning the same attitude that we have in our day life, you know, we have uh, it on the saddle, on two wheels and vice versa, meaning that the beautiful lessons that we're able to learn when we go cycling, when we are uh, climbing, you know, mountains and we're making it to the top when we're really able to, to, to have a successful training and we're able to holding the wheel of the person in front of us and when we're really able to sort of like push the bar higher, all the type of incredible learning can be transposed into our, our everyday life, you know, because at the very end, uh, it's like confirming and building our confidence level as such a, uh, uh, such a way that it really can benefit our, our everyday life and vice versa. So that's why I like to think of No Gods, No Masters as a lifestyle brand. Number one, because we try to really offer uh, information uh, at uh, 360 degrees to women who love cycling and uh, give them tools to be truly 100% empowered to be even uh, biking solo if they will, you know, by learning how to, uh, you know, take care of their bicycle, to repairing mm. the small accidents that they may have and how to confront them, you know, and having all the tool set that is able for them to really feel free on the two wheels. And uh, lifestyle, because, uh, you know, the minute that you start cycling, uh, um, you know, a little bit more seriously, then you have uh, to know how to fuel for cycling and for your activity, which means, you know, how nutrition yeah. really works, how to learn how your body works and how to maintain your body, because it's not only about cycling, but it's cross training, training, yoga, yeah. stretching, you know, there's a whole circle that goes around it. So uh, it's, it's a true lifestyle, you know, that, that touches so many aspects uh, of our day, everyday life. So, I mean, cycling has completely turned my life around and I'm very, very happy about it. I have no regrets, but there are all these facets, you know, that end yeah. up being, you know, taken into this uh, powerful wave. And, uh, and there are so many different things that we can learn and everything has its own little spot. So that's why we started with our Instagram feed to talk about nutrition, to oh. talk about, you know, nutrition mm -hmm. on, uh, on two wheels, uh, after the pre, pre-ride, after yeah. ride, uh, you know, about um, uh, working out, uh, stretching, cross training, and uh, about uh, bike repair. We've done a couple of workshops with a fantastic oh. lady from, uh, from uh, Texas who, who took us really behind the curtains of what to, how to repair little things, bigger things, what to do on our bicycle. I mean, you name it. So uh, we really try to be very active uh, in so many different ways because cycling, it's, it's a true lifestyle. And I can't agree with you more. And that's, that's kind of my mantra here. It's not just about riding the bike. It's about learning about everything that, that coming together gives you the base to keep going. Like you said, especially women. So we have to think about 
you know, strength training and fueling and you've got the, you know, the apparel covered, like how do you dress for different seasons? Um, and that's what I do a lot here, Millie, is, is I have a women's cycling club. I do bike maintenance clinics. So like I teach women how to take their back wheel off and how to change their there, you know, there's nothing more empowering than being able to change your own flat, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, like it, I may, I, I kind of snicker and I'm like, I don't know what you're, you know, and ladies like, yeah, no, I'm going to call my boyfriend. I'm like, forget the exactly. boyfriend. <laughs> you we could take care of that in like five minutes. Exactly. And, um, yeah. And, and I just love that and, and teaching, you know, different, different things about the bike. Like I, I coach during the winter, so it's, you know, proper training to get, you know, the performance results you're looking for, um, fueling. I like that nutrition on two wheels. Yeah. I might have to steal that from you, (laughs) (laughs) but it's true. It's like, what are you going to eat beforehand to give you the optimum fuel and, and power output or like just to have energy. And then what are you going to do afterwards and and during like, you know, in online or in, in, in the basement or outside, like it's sometimes it's two different things, but it's not, um, absolutely absolutely not i mean everything is so coming together you know what Mm -hmm. you do on your bicycle is a byproduct of what you did before and what you will do afterwards for the next ride you know and Mm -hmm. for your overall well-being you know it's not just limited to to cycling only so it's uh, it's such an immersive experience that it needs to be looked at 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 so many different uh, levels you know and uh, and so that's why we are we try to be as active as possible in in all of these realms. Uh, in fact, we have um, we have offered uh, um, information and or t- training plans. For example, mm-hmm. we're offering women's only rides, both on uh, on uh, on Zwift and uh, in real life. Uh, so we really go ahead. Sorry, I don't mean. Do you have, I saw that, do you have your own group on Swift? Yes, we do. We have I a thought weekly, I saw that. We have yeah. a weekly ride every Wednesdays called uh, mm-hmm. Women Crush Wednesdays. And, uh, and so, and then we I have just started uh, with a, a Swift club that we are building uh, at, at, at the, as we speak, basically it's such a new feature and we are beta testing it. So we're very, very happy. And we've been partners uh, with Zwift celebrating uh, Women's History Month this past uh, 2021 uh, mm-hmm. year. So we had a whole month long uh, of activities, of rides uh, that culminated with our Ventop Challenge, which was a super exciting event where we took uh, around 800 women from all over the world up and top in a challenge so no one was left behind everyone pretty much almost everyone like 98 percent of the participants reached the top and it was fantastic because it was such an inclusive event there were the speedy ones who maybe got in in less than two hours and then there were those who die hard and they didn't uh, didn't back up and they, and they maybe make it made it uh, in uh, three hours and a half or, or close to four hours so 
very very proud it was a fantastic event because everyone was cheering wow. for each other it was a, the 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 incredible example of how us women we can be extremely supportive and empowering each other you know and this is the the true uh, spirit uh, and uh, mindset uh, and uh, ethos and value belief system mm. that no gods no masters has and so, so via this number of activities, we're really trying to, 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 to break uh, that, that belief that women, you know, fight each other or they are competitive against each other. And it's more about building communities, collaborating, you know, empowering yeah. each other and building a legacy. You know, in fact, one of our motto is, you know, inspire, empower and start a legacy, you know, mm -hmm. in this order because we really believe that by setting example, we are really able to, to build a long legacy and give the power to other women who maybe are starting with cycling. And, and because as I was saying before, all these lessons on, on, on the saddle can be transposed back into our everyday life. I find that these uh, ends up being almost like a, a spiritual journey or at least a personal journey towards uh, getting better and better, you know, with ourselves. Well, it's, I just find that's because like I mentioned, I have a cycle, a woman's cycling club and it's been 13 years that I've had this club and, um, and I do, it's seasonal, right? And until recently, we've actually, you know, stopped as of, you know, October 1st, November 1st, as soon as it starts getting crappy outside and you can't ride and then we don't see everybody until like April but now with this whole online platform it is really cool because we can all stay connected yeah. and building our relationships so that we don't have to like forget about them until like the next season which is kind of really cool to see and the women's communities on SWIFT, like you're saying, are huge. Um, I just joined um, a women's race team. And it's just, it, it's really, you know, when you sit at home and you're just by yourself for so long, um, you know, it, it's nice to have those like quick chats and like reassuring um, conversations and things like that. And uh, I think it's, you know, it's just, um, it's just, it's just going to grow and grow as, yeah. um, as it goes. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, I really, really, you know, I think I really appreciate it. I don't know yeah. how you feel, but, um, and I find that's really cool. You've, you've uh, created a whole club in there too. Do you find that kind of, um, like you just said, it's in its beta phase, like you're just testing it. Cause what I, from what I see when I join this club or this race team is there's a lot of steps. I don't know if I'm just like, but there's a lot of steps that must have happened to get this club, start, uh, this team started. It, <laughs> it's a little different. Uh, um, the club is, it depends. You can have a race club or you can have oh, uh, a different type of cycling club so it depends on who makes the club and, and the direction you know okay. so right. the racing teams there are so many racing teams which don't necessarily have a swift club mm 
because this is okay. a very new feature, you know, that are slowly opening to more and more people. But uh, having said that, you know, yes, for racing, uh, racing teams, maybe it's a little bit more complicated. Uh, first of all, you need mm -hmm. to figure out which league you want to compete, what, you know, yeah. um, range of speed uh, you want to do and all of that, you know. And in fact, you know, we are as No Gods, No Masters, we are not so much into racing and we're more into mm -hmm. group riding. And this is right. what the No Gods, No Masters Zwift Club is about. Having said that, so we are sponsoring because we have our own kit. We are sponsoring as No Gods, No Masters, a fierce racing team called, called the Crash Pod. And uh, they oh, okay. are a fantastic group of uh, women who have met in our weekly ride, uh, the Women oh. Crash Wednesdays. So we actually been the, the Cupid, you know, for the some of these women <laughs> to get together, get to know each other, mm -hmm. love riding together and, and form uh, uh, their own uh, racing team. And we're so, you know, beyond proud of what they are doing. And they're racing, they're winning, wow. but the whole energy uh, that they are, uh, you know, spending in uh, in fostering this uh, this great community, in training together, in, mm -hmm. in going all out in these efforts is really super admirable, and so yeah. very happy about that. But yeah, we I've been a super fan of Swift uh, since uh, since the beginning. I was uh, oh, okay. You're an early adopter. I was uh, an early adopter <laughs> and believed in in it so much that uh, that I that I really pursued the dream of creating you know events for women back when oh. you know there weren't that many and uh, oh and, very uh, cool I, yeah and and they are amazing I really love the Swift team uh, that I've worked with uh, in the past or how they are because they are so you know amazing in the way of giving space to, to women's activities, mm -hmm. in believing, in bringing people together, in sharing this amazing sport and passion, and uh, is actually enabling, you know, my vision and my dream of having this borderless peloton of, of women who, who, who basically are joined by this uh, giant uh, love for cycling. You know, there's almost like one heartbeat that is beating beyond uh, and uh, underneath uh, this big, right. huge international community. And uh, we're, you know, we're all united because of cycling. It doesn't matter where we come mm -hmm. from, how old we are. It doesn't, yeah. you know, all of this, uh, you know, discriminations, they, yeah. they are completely set aside. Mm -hmm. And uh, all, all it matters is that we live for cycling and that we're there to really do this to all together so yeah i'm uh i'm just so on um, like 100 percent with you and that's what i tell the ladies like we have a spring social every like this is a non-judgmental space you know you're here to achieve what you want to achieve to meet other women to enjoy riding your bike nobody is gonna you know judge you for anything and and you know and i just i really really want to keep that that mission that mantra that that whole vision for the and i don't want it to be come like um like you can't because you're this you can, right. you know like we are just such an inclusive club and um and nobody is excluded or is it exclusive club no inclusive 
inclusive. That's right, inclusive. And and the funniest thing, uh, Millie, is that um, we send out a survey every end of the season to find out what we did well and what we need to do better. And just so we can, you know, tweak the club uh, for the year after. And we had so many, I mean, like I've seen these surveys every year, like we send them out uh, for the last 10 years. And, um, and there's so many positive, positive feedback, like, especially inclusivity, like inclusive, inclusive, inclusive. And I'm like, I've never heard that to the extent that I did last summer. And granted, I don't know what was in the air, but it, it, it just was, it was amazing. Like so many people came out and rode their bikes, you know, especially after the year before when everybody was like, we even had a club, we were able to get like club, like, uh, that in the 2020, when, um, everything shut down, we were still able to get out and ride as a club. which is amazing um but and we made it work and and I think like a lot of us like survived because of it you know what I mean like it's just totally totally yeah 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 Yeah. cycling I think uh, during COVID uh, epidemic uh, saved many people's lives whether that was indoors or outdoors I think it really uh, was Mm -hmm. uh, a pivotal uh, means of uh, you know keeping you know our uh, our integrity our emotions together the self-fulfilling you know ourselves Mm -hmm. or or back back to what we it how it was before so I think (laughs) I think cycling if anything you know really helped uh, reassuring many of us and just keeping a us uh, more uh, more uh, more together <laughs> more together yes exactly and same for sure yeah um and so do you have a club like a physical club where you are or is it or is it just um like clients of yours that are supportive of the brand like how is how is like um cycling around like is there a club no there's not a physical i mean there there is a small physical club uh, locally meaning uh, a little uh, uh, division women's division of a bigger club which is Mm. uh, for no gods no masters but obviously is limited to people living and residing here in milan and Mm -hmm. we are very very few and unfortunately it started in 2020 and uh, because of the pandemic we really never got it going to the way uh, Mm -hmm. we really all wanted so but uh, no it really is uh, at the moment it's not uh, let's say uh, a predefined uh, uh, container let's say or an official legal container at the moment is the idea that you belong to a mindset you belong to uh, a brand because you feel uh, you know close to a brand you belong you join our rides whether those are um, uh, virtual or real because we have a network of ambassadors who are locally um, mm. h- hosting their own uh, um, okay. 
rights for women, you know, on behalf of No Gods, No Masters. So it is a huge community that is basically held together via social media, via Facebook. Mm -hmm. via, we have a, a, a Zwift Facebook group, which is private to all the ladies who are joining our, our rides. Yeah. So it is, uh, it is a huge community of people who are just electing, uh, you know, our brands and feeling close to our brands, but it's not a real club. Although okay. I have to say that there is a Strava, No Gods, No Masters club as well. Yeah. So again, uh, you know, another virtual tool, uh, to get, which ends up being, you know, very, the best way to put people together from all over mm -hmm. the world which is what i've always intended to do rather than something right. just locally i think locally really works well for irl rides and yeah. we need to have them and this is why uh, thanks to our network of ambassadors we're of which you know michelle has been uh, oh, you know one of our okay. ambassadors having like very successful women's only rides back in uh, i think she's uh, she or she used to be in, in bristol on Bristol, right. It was yeah. in Bristol before, uh, right after she moved from Manchester. And so, um, yeah, I mean, this is this is basically how it works for the moment. Okay. And then we have this huge community on, and activities on Zwift, which are, you know, bringing everyone's together. And uh, yeah, and then we are having our own, I'm very excited, sorry to interrupt you, but I'm very no, no, excited. And this ties into uh, a, a huge event that we are preparing for next year, which is going to be uh, a five-stage non-competitive tour here in Italy. We're taking a handful oh. of women all the way from the north of Italy, up in the Alps, in the Dolomites, all the way down to Tuscany in five stages so this is our attempt uh, absolutely <laughs> we're just opening uh, registration uh, tomorrow is the first day we're opening to to everyone to join in it's going to be still a, a, a limited number of uh, mm -hmm. uh, registrations and the tickets that we can sell is about 50 lucky women's that uh, enroll in this uh, in this beautiful vacation women only obviously we're taking care of everything. All, all uh, our participants need to worry is to pedal and to get from point A <laughs> to point B, and we're taking care of everything. And again, this uh, this type of uh, activity is done, uh, and an event is done to really foster this communal spirit, co camaraderie, mm -hmm. empowering women empowering other women, building a legacy, sharing, you know, beautiful love. It's going to be challenging because we're going to be cycled for 600 kilometers in five days back to back and, and around 7,000 elevation gain meters mm. for the seven, for the five stages. But, you know, so it will require a little bit of training and for sure, you know, <laughs> endurance. So everyone will need to get, uh, you know, uh, fit for the event. But um, nevertheless, it's going to be an inc incredibly immersive, beautiful experience. You know, uh -huh. we're taking everyone through five, at least five UNESCO heritage sites here in Italy. The Dolomites, Venice, the Prosecco Hills, oh. where the wine comes from, Tuscany and Chianti region, where another big wine area. The Delta Po, which is at the very coast of this big river called Po, which is incredible bio, oh. bio natural uh, place. 
And so very, very excited that we can show off uh, the, these gems uh, that we can offer. So, and these are just a, a sample of the events that we are more and more going to be COVID permitting, obviously going mm -hmm. to be offering, you know, our customers uh, and our fans that, you know, can, can finally, uh, you know, aggregate uh, and get together doing what they love in real life. Because after all, all this uh, virtual uh, community and yeah. virtual riding, we also need IRL <laughs> activities, right? Yeah. So where is this, act, where, is, where can somebody find this? Is this uh, on, what, what site is this on? It's no uh, we. And it's going to be, it's already up. Uh, there's a link up on the, our homepage on nogodsnomasters.life. Oh, okay. So right. they can get, um, they can get all the information that they want off of that. So officially okay. the registration is open tomorrow, but the, the page is already live and up for anyone to check it out. Okay. So we'll add that to the show notes. Thank so, you. Oh Appreciate yeah, for sure. It. Um, definitely. I mean, I'm sure that I have a lot, um, I have a lot of listeners over in the, over in Europe, like Netherlands, Denmark, UK, like in those regions in Spain and, right. uh, not to mention, Fantastic. yeah, not to mention, um, you know, the U S and Canada, yeah. but, um, gosh, well, it's open if, to, to anyone, you know, coming from any country. When is obviously. it? It's from June 2nd to the, till June 8th. So if you're planning a vacation overseas and you're in Canada or the US and you want to, you know, just uh, de dedicate five days of cycling for on your own. Uh, at the moment, we can accommodate for partners or male mm -hmm. partners uh, or non-cycling partners because uh, we, for organizational reasons, uh, the, mm -hmm. the space is limited and is limited to women only. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, but you know, just plan ahead uh, your trip around these dates, and we'll we'll be very happy to have you on board. And for Europeans, obviously, we're just like uh, an hour away or an hour and a half away, uh -huh. flight away from from major uh, countries here in Europe. Nice, because there's quite a few ladies in my club who are retired. And once a year, they're over in Europe cycling somewhere. And I'm just like, that's who I'm thinking of right now, who, you know, have a little bit more flexibility. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah, a lot of my club members are, are uh, retired cyclists, are retired, retiree, retired ladies, I just okay. say. So cool. yeah. And they've yeah. been Come. all over. Oh, I'd love to. Oh, Come <laughs> join us. We're happy to have you. Oh my gosh. I would love to go there. So is there anything else? I'm glad with, that we got onto that topic about that event. So that's this summer coming. This summer coming. Yeah. 2022. Okay. And we're Make also sure that in October hosting, uh, this is going to be a shorter uh, event, a three day uh, gravel camp. This is going to oh. be open uh, to beginners and in medium, intermediate type of uh, riders so that uh, the, we can all uh, get a little bit uh, better skilled uh, in uh, with the technique of uh, for example descending on for gravel you know anything around you know uh, securing our skills 
And so mm -hmm. this is going to be done in Tuscany over the course of three days. Mm -hmm. This time, instead of going from place to place to place, we're going to be staying in one place spot only. And this is the second week of October. So pencil this in in your calendar yeah. as well if you're a, a gravel rider. It's going to be a fantastic opportunity to ride with other women and learning, you know, securing, you know, your confidence level and, and more skills. That might be better, better for me time-wise, because as you know, there's so many people gravitating to yeah. gravel. Yes. And um, I did my first gravel event in September and I was just like, because I used to be a mountain biker, then I ah. went to road cycling. Okay. So the in-between was just like ridiculous. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so so yeah and then there's now more things are starting to come on the schedule because things are you know just opening up and so I'm like yeah. mm. so there's a local event happening around here and uh and I'm an event organizer too for our club so oh good for you yeah and well we, we have a time trial just because of the simplicity and ease of that type of event um you don't need to close any you know big pieces of road and you don't need cars and comp like anyways it's right. just easy it's really right. it's much easier and um and so we put on a really good event but i was thinking of adding like a gravel race mm -hmm. to it just in the next town over right. which is where everybody rides oh, and wow. um great so it's it's a thought like I have to put it to the club board right I can like okay this is what we're doing <laughs> you know <laughs> I have to I have to talk to some ladies first but um I know that you know the majority there's a there's a larger majority of women who are starting to get gravel bikes for road as well so of course there's a lot of the the dual going on yeah then in between um, i mean i'm one of them mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I started on a road bike and now i'm loving you know my the, the gravel but obviously you know there's all that confidence of descending on this mm -hmm. terrain because unlike you uh, i don't have that skill that technique <laughs> uh, coming from uh, mountain biking as yeah. you do so you know i always feel like i'm breaking too much and then i'm oh. skidding and then you know it's not about breaking it is about letting it lose but how do you let it lose you know yeah yeah, like yeah scared and all of that so uh, and many you know roadies are end up being in this type of uh, scenario and so mm -hmm. uh, and also because it's so new for example i'm not sure we're there in canada how it is but here it's also difficult to find uh, gravel partners to 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 ride with oh. uh, let alone women you know it's already in the universe of gravel yeah. partners you know genderless let alone other women to gravel with so that is also another uh, opportunity to really uh -huh. build a, a more community mm -hmm. more uh, IRL uh, situation for everyone to really enjoy themselves and so yeah I think uh, uh, you know that is also an, a, 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 an avenue that we are pursuing that's you know, a good point it's all new. Yeah, yeah 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 and so this is the reason why we're doing this gravel camp because mm -hmm, uh yeah it's true because yeah I've had a conversation with a friend of mine and I see her point because I feel way comfortable just going on the road 
from A to B and all over of the course. place. But then you're like, oh, being out in the the you know the countryside all by yourself and you're kind of like hmm, do I feel so exactly. I do I I yeah I get I get what you're saying and I no. felt it too because like I would love to go riding but I'm like hmm, how far do I want to go by myself yeah even though I kind of know the route you know um yeah yeah, yeah. I feel it. It, so is I, a, it is an issue. I mean, yeah. I, I, I ride solo and I love to do things on my own. I've always done it, you know, all the mm -hmm. sports, uh, adventure. But every, you know, I find myself facing <laughs> this type of uh, uh, questions to myself. And I always mm -hmm. say, gosh, this is one of those where I'm always finding myself in that situation, which is extremely uncomfortable, you know. And you say, gosh, but did I really, did I really need it to be this fast? away on my own and what happens if uh, dot 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 you know yeah and uh, and uh, I don't know it's kind of uncomfortable uh, I'm, I'm like you like I can I can take care of any kind of bike mechanical it's just the other things that I, and maybe I just watch too many movies or I've watched too many like North American <laughs> movies or American movies you know and you Cause like, you know, our countryside's not like that, <laughs> I was like yeah. to say, but do you know what I mean? Like, and, uh, and I'm like, mm. I, I, yeah, I think I'd have to just build up that confidence and just go a little bit farther, a little bit farther, yeah. build up, you know, like knowledge of different places where I can exit or if I, you know, happen to know friends' houses or whatever. Um, because I mean, the countryside here isn't that deep. Well, it can be really deep. Like you can go way into the country, but there's plenty like, you know, to the next town, to the next town, to the next town. You know, right. it's not quite like Europe. It's not, they're not that close, but. <laughs> right, right, exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I kind of got into it at the end of the summer and I felt like that. Like I was like, oh, I'd really like to go. But then like, hmm. You know, I, I I need to bring extra this and extra. I'm like, why do I need all this extra stuff? Right? Right. You know, like yes, of course. Why yeah, is it so much different from cycling? Yeah, yeah, from road cycling is a different beast mm -hmm. altogether. You know, just to be safe and having the tools, having the mm -hmm. food, having the water. Yeah. you know and also be able to face any type of issue you know at what, mm -hmm. at what at whatever level because you know it can be i don't know an animal passing by and yeah. uh, or attacking you you know let alone the flat let alone falling you know maybe hurting yourself and saying yeah. hey what happens if I'm all alone and you know, then I get mm -hmm. hurt? And uh, you know, it's you know, it's true that you're a phone call away, but then uh, you're not like <laughs> not so in close the countryside, to the main, <laughs> right? To the main road so that they can come and get you. And mm -hmm. you know, there's a whole different uh, set of uh, of of uh, yeah. I don't know, necessities in, in in a way, you know. So mm -hmm. confidence is definitely one piece of the puzzle, but it's not only about the confidence. It's also yeah. about the tools. Also about mm -hmm. also being ready to face any type of issue that you you may face. That you yeah. And and these issues may be completely different from the ones 
that you face on the road. Maybe mountain bikers, uh, you know, are more similar and more aligned to this type of uh, confidence uh, training, perhaps. I would go out mountain biking, no problem by myself and do technical stuff, probably like way beyond my capacity um, and not even worry about it. Okay. And, and that's, yeah. But the thing is about, about mountain biking is that you're never really too far away because you, you, you bike in, in sections that are smaller, more technical. They they take more time. Um, so you're never really too far away from like a parking lot and like I'm just experiencing here or like some sort of road. But okay. it's funny because like I went mountain biking just so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go get this is what it is. I just remember I was like 15 years, like 15 years ago and I, or 20 years ago, and I used to mount, but you know, race. And I'm like, yeah, I can do this. I was just like, uh, no, you can't Sylvie. You're going to have to start back from the beginning. You're like, you're not a 30 year old anymore. Like I just like had this big, like eye opening little, like, Ooh, okay. Like, (laughs) like, yeah, I'm going to like kill these trails. Oh no, no. You'd have to step back and go at a little a little slower so funny Uh, but anyways um so you have events going on as well as your apparel line this is super amazing so um where so besides where can everybody find you and I know this episode will be around Christmas. So like, is there anything people should know about, about the apparel line for the new year? Is there something new coming out or? Well, all the drops for the winter drops are out already. So Mm -hmm. uh, just check us out uh, and have your boyfriends or partners uh, or or friends uh, check uh, our website, uh, you know, for gift giving, you just, just, just fill out your, uh, your wish list, uh, you know, <laughs> with no gods and masters apparel on. No, we have all our, the drops for the winter are all out. We launched uh, finally uh, a fantastic winter tight, you know, uh-huh. because we had winter bib shorts, which are amazing mm-hmm. because they are made in an incredible um, winter fabric, which is windproof and DWR. <gasps> so is water resistant, not waterproof. Wow. That is really fantastic. So we made the long version, the full length version of it. And it just launched mm. like a, few, a couple of weeks ago. We finally got the shipments uh, from our manufacturers. And then uh, we have a, uh, you know, a few other items which are amazing are very popular winter foulards as opposed to the buff, but a foulard oh. because, uh, you know, it's much easier to handle it with just one hand. You can take it on, off, turn it around oh, and cool. use it in so many different ways uh, as opposed to the buff necessarily. Uh-huh. We have a fantastic new uh, merino jersey that can be used on its own in the, in the transitional uh, seasons or uh, used as a as a mid layer under your uh, mm. your shell uh, or your uh, winter jacket to keep warm, and that is really fantastic. Uh, 
and then we have our very successful winter new wintering layering system which uh, basically oh. lends uh, the idea from uh, mountaineering where we mm. when we go trekking uh, hiking we always have an outer shell that protects us from the elements wind and rain and then we have a warm mid layer and then we have a base layer so we have this com combo you know, with a with a fantastic windproof, uh, water uh, resistant uh, uh, jacket from the from the front, and then we have a mm -hmm. pile type of mid layer, you know, with oh. back pockets, so that you can use it uh, in also mm -hmm. different type of sports and uh, situations, and uh, and you can layer these up and down depending on uh, whatever you want to wear as a base layer, you know, a heavier one that you can go even below zero centigrade Celsius. Uh, or if you want to have like a lighter uh, uh, mm. first base layer, then you can go and venture out in like warmer temperatures. But yeah. this uh, ties very well with our philosophy. Uh, you know, the, the tagline of our brand is smart cycling apparel for women. Where smart is a double entendre between, you know, being, um, being smart, uh, in the smart looking, the way you, you mm -hmm. look chic and you look beautiful, but also smart because uh, the way we design our clothes is to provide more than one case use. For example, oh, like our, our mm -hmm. bib shorts, the bib shorts, uh, because we use a very special, I call it a hybrid chamois. It can be used for mountain biking, for road cycling, or for gravel. You know, because it gives mm -hmm. you protection uh, regardless of the activity that you're you're doing. And so, uh, you know, we define it as a smart uh, a smart gear. You know, because you can use it in more than one. The pile mm -hmm. jersey that I just told you about, you can use it for a cross country skiing, for hiking, mm -hmm. for running. You know, same for the merino jersey. So, or the jacket, the waterproof jacket, for example, is something the shell you can use it for six months you know with a winter jacket you use it maybe for two months or three months depending yeah. on which uh, country you live and uh, and the weather conditions but a, a shell like that you know depending on how many layers you wear underneath can be used for six months uh, or seven months out of the year because mm -hmm. even it can be used in the uh, maybe late spring for the descents from very uh, tall uh, you know for high mountains where the yeah. long descents of 20 kilometers that jacket is perfect okay. you know with a summer jersey underneath so just rethinking you know how we can uh, design clothing that uh, can really service more than mm -hmm. one case use you know so right. it, it's it could be economically speaking counterproductive because <laughs> uh, you know we're selling one gear you're using it for many months at a time but then uh -huh. You know, we think also about the impact on the planet. You know, we are producing mm -hmm. less, we are polluting less, we are giving, you know, more, more lifespan to every piece of gear that we are selling. And so it's our way also of being more eco-friendly with the planet, with the smart gear. I like that. And I noticed one piece that I was looking at the caps Yes. The one that has the flaps over the ear. The winter I was cap. like, yes. the winter cap. I'm like, I love it. Yes. Because it's either too tight or too flimsy or like you're just using a buff or there's something. And I'm like, 
I really, I was looking, I'm like, I really like that cap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, I'm I'm a big fan of cycling caps. Uh, you know, yeah. it, ever since I started cycling, I would wear the the, the cycling cap. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, it's something that I wear under the helmet. You know, year round. So for the right. winter, decided to wear to first of all build it in a Roubaix fabric. So it's a fleece uh, thermal Ooh, fabric. Nice. So it's yeah. kind of warm and keeps your your head really warm, but especially uh-huh. covers the area and the neck. Yeah, the back of the neck and then uh, i like the visor you know Uh as opposed to the just hat there are some thermal hats that without the visor but the visor actually has a function even during the winter yes there Uh is less sun and so you you're not using it to protect your eyes from the sun by using it from uh, humidity for example if it is drizzling then you're protecting protecting your eye and glasses from getting completely splashed with water and then it protects your forehead because the wind basically slides yeah. up mm-hmm. if you need a little bit more air because you are thermally regulating all the times so you can always flip it up and then you know the the cold air can basically cool yeah. you off a little bit on the front so you have this advantage by playing with the flip uh, and so, uh, you know, that's why we designed it as a, as a winter cycling cap uh, this way. I know. I'm like, if I was going to buy something that I was just like, cause I like caps too. We, there's not too many people who wear them a lot around here. And I have quite a few that I started, um, collecting. And so, but I was like, it, that's cool because you could definitely wear that. Like if you're a hiking or cross-country skiing oh, as absolutely. well, because like, it's just, it, yeah, you know, it's just like your ears and your back. And I, those are the places where I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like struggle. Your foreheads are really freezing, or your earlobes are pinned on your back. And anyways, I was just yeah. like, man, that's a piece of item that I would love. So as you see, guys, you need to go check out her apparel website, and it's no gods no masters dot life. If you want to go check it out before instead of going to the show notes um remember to check out the clothing line and the two events that um millie has on for 2022 which is amazing and so um i just want to thank you millie for uh coming on some short notice and sharing your story with us and sharing everything that you're going uh, that you're doing in around Italy or Milan, Italy. And um, yeah, and thanks to our listeners. Um, We have hit over 100,000 downloads since I started this month in December. And so thank you so much for being such amazing, uh, loyal listeners. Um, I just can't say enough. I'm just, I'm just like, this is amazing. But, um, and I love I love finding people like you. Thank to, you, Sylvie. To share your stories. I yeah. really appreciate the chance of having this fantastic chat. Uh, mm-hmm. I always love chatting, cycling, and uh, you know, interfacing yeah. with other 
uh, women and, and talking about what we love the most. So thank you so much for the opportunity of also introducing uh, No Gods, No Masters uh, to mm -hmm. your uh, listeners. We do have a few Canadian customers and North American mm -hmm. customers. Uh, we are, uh, in fact, uh, selling more uh, overseas and internationally rather than Italy. But uh, <laughs> and this is the power We of, need uh, more over our way like oh my gosh the choice we have don't get me started <laughs> so, this is the power of having an international uh, online uh, business mm -hmm. so very very happy to serve uh, anyone of your listeners should they want to please join us also on our weekly Ooh. ride on Zwift every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Milan's or Rome's times. Uh, so with uh, with Montreal, you, Montreal is it with uh, the New York uh, same time yes. zone, is it? So you are minus six hours from us. So it would be one p.m. your time. Oh, in the afternoon. Oh. In, in the afternoon, yeah, it's seven p.m. here the ride. So it would be one p.m. your time, That's, and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it would be eleven a.m. for the Pacific uh, Coast ladies. Okay. So join our rides uh, every Wednesdays, No Gods, No Masters, Women Crush Wednesdays, and uh, let us know. Put us in, in the chat on Zwift that you listen to this uh, episode uh, if you're coming for the first time so that uh, please say hello. I'm one of the ride leaders uh, every oh. Wednesday. So together with other with other friends. Uh, and so I'll be happy to ride alongside uh, many of you. So that thank you fit. again. Yeah, yeah, that might fit right nicely with my training. <laughs> yes, indeed, fantastic. We have yeah. uh, we have a range from uh, uh, D and C categories. So we have different groups uh, mm -hmm. all together in one single ride, which is great because then the chat gets really bubbly and interesting, and we, everyone has a little spot, uh, you know, in okay. our ride. Okay, before we let go, now. Millie, how do you chat and ride at the same time? <laughs> like, uh, this is what I'm trying to figure out because I am so focused on my ride. I know. And like, how do you do it? Is is it like, is it, it like, well, first of all, companion? you need to Yes, first of all, you need to do companion because there's no other way that you can do it on, on the laptop or even on the <laughs> iPad. There's no way you can do it. So you need to be on companion. And then uh, maybe, uh, well, it becomes an arc because of course you have to take uh, your hands off of the steering wheel, I mean, of the handlebar. And then uh, obviously there are many typos. So sometimes you have to, to rewrite or, or correct, but it doesn't matter because it's all in the moment. So so you don't need to take care of the grammar necessarily. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Short That's why. That was my question. Exercise <laughs> to be concise and short to the point at any cost. But you know, with time, you end up doing it. Sometimes you know, I lose the wheel, so then I have to sprint back and get back in the group <laughs> or get the back the wheels of my of my uh, ladies. So. 
it's fun though because it makes uh, you know the hour fly by like this mm -hmm. uh, everyone is really funny and sometimes uh, you know light and we can all contribute you know with humor and so <laughs> it makes it really a fun way to to go by but also you know sometimes to tackle uh, not, not super serious uh, um, issues obviously yeah right <laughs> no, there's no space for that necessarily, but it's really about, you know, expressing mm -hmm. ourselves, sometimes cheering for each other, you know, you ask for help, if someone needs a wheel, it types it, and then there's always someone oh. who can, yeah, I mean, this ride is really built around uh, acts mm -hmm. of camaraderie, acts of care towards each other, building, you know, this group where we all uh, watch each other's, uh, each other's back. And so this is really the spirit. It's not about who comes first. Uh, it's not about, you know, doing, you know, making the front uh, or, or doing, you know, more kilometers yeah. than other people. It's right. not that kind of ride. And this is why it's becoming really popular. And, and, every, and, and we have so many regular bikers mm. and riders with us that come and show up week after week because it's so mm -hmm. rewarding at so many levels. So please join right. us and have fun and learn how to type while riding yeah i think voice to text would be better for me we have we have that we have discord uh, too but uh, oh i've heard that's good but not in really big groups no and because it ends up being extremely messy so i i'm using it just uh, personally i'm using it for meetups uh, with a couple of friends uh, if right. we get to ride together but yeah. some of the women uh, during our ride, they use Discord. We have a channel, a dedicated channel for Discord. So whoever wants to go on there, they can also do. You know local. what's cool, Millie, is that uh, we have a, you said you have a Facebook group too, right? Yes, we do. So for, dedicated to Zwift and to these rides and these yeah. events. So what we do is we create a chat room. So everybody bumps into the chat room plus oh, okay. they're on swift together so then you can see each other and you can kind of chat ah, and okay. um and so that it's and then you're both like and so then there are some people maybe not on swift can be in the room riding ah. with you but they're not on swift hmm. how would so that work it, it's just um Ah, they would do and, their own training, but they yeah, they be, just do their own training. Oh, okay, yeah, like, I got it. Yeah. yeah so what yeah, if yeah. you know Swift? You know what if they're if stopped working? You know. Yeah. Or they're doing happens. like another training, and they just want yeah. to be part and they just want to hang out conversation. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool yeah. way, and you do it with a chat room. Okay. I'll yeah. So if you look in your Facebook, the tabs at top. This is for everybody out there, by the way. If you go into the top, uh, it says rooms. And you just create your Wednesday room so people can go that are on that page, just get into the room and then you get into Swift because you signed up for Swift and you just join the room. And so you just see each other and, and then you're riding together too. So you have the two beside each other. Okay. Uh, you you so need two you... different things. Right. Uh, the, that was my next question. So yeah. where do you keep the chat, uh, the Facebook chat on, on your mobile? Uh, I would. Okay. I would put Swift on my, <laughs> like, this is totally off topic, you guys, but like, yeah, yeah we're so getting Swift, ner nerdy here. Yeah, we're getting nerdy. So <laughs> you get Swift on your laptop because it's the most 
reliable, I would say. And then, then you bump, then you get into the chat room or unless, yeah. So, or if you have like an iPad that has a bigger screen, so you can just see more people, but it's really nice. Cause then you can see people, which is kind of cool. Okay. And then you can just see everybody riding together and then you right. see everybody in. And, yeah. and you're chatting vocally or you're chatting yeah. typing? Yeah, vocally. Uh, vocally. Okay. Okay. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then, so, you know, like it's just like Zoom, the little box lights up for who's talking. Sure. So it depends oh. on how many people you have riding. Like right. for our, my group, there's just 10 in the group. So it's, it's easier to see everybody. But if you got like 50, you got two pages of like, you know, pages of people. Right. But okay. it's always worth trying. Sure. Or even like, you know, it's like if you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'll, I'll, I'll try that. I'll try that. Thank you for the tip. <laughs> You're welcome. You. All right. So let's end this. Is like, I'm sure people are like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you guys are like totally you know gone already but anyway, we got carried away yeah but, that's right we know. got carried away <laughs> so but if you're on swift you guys could do that too anyways so thank you so much again um and thank thanks you, to all Cindy. our listeners make sure you follow both of us on social media on instagram and the podcast secrets from the saddle podcast and also don't forget to leave a review or two if you're so moved um and have yourself an amazing day. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast, learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review, if you feel so moved, by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment, telling me what you think, and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then... Have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.